Welcome to Starcrashed and our continuous breakdown of Another Life, the Netflix sci-fi show. It stars such people as Katie Sackhoff and we're going to talk about it. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So Linnea, this is episode three we're digging into. And uh, where did we leave off the episode the second episode. Where were we? Where were the characters? We up to? left off with uh, poor Petra. Oh yes, uh, having right. some kind of uh, seizure, or well, a med- medical emergency of some kind, uh, which we don't quite know uh, what the reason is for. So, absolutely. Now we hinted at, uh, you know, as it's kind of obvious that something was brought with them maybe <laughs> from from uh, from the planet that they were on collecting minerals to sort out their air situation and that things were going to hit the fan essentially uh, so that is what we are preparing ourselves for in this episode uh, but I want to get into so that scene and I think that scene is continuous like as of now like they are like looking at her and like oh my god what's going on like what's up with her so I have a little bit of just a general question that I feel like it it just ends up in my mind. Like, did none of these people have medical training, like medical emergency training? Because they are looking at this poor woman and none of them know what to do. None of them is thinking like, do we have any sedation? Do we need to put her in a situation where she like in a in a position so she can breathe properly? Like. I just feel like they are very passive, passive, okay. yeah, not knowing what to do at all, and I just skeptical of that reaction. <laughs> I'm fair with it, like for a few seconds, but I feel like they are watching her struggle for so long that it's it's oh, it, it hurts, <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> but this is like. Petra's one chance to shine in oh, the series because true. she has nothing else to do. Yes. So she's like, let me just wither wither around here in the in the limelight for a little bit because <laughs> things will not go well for her. So what happens like after after Petra is struggling? Uh, they they put her in uh, the med bay in some kind of like quarantine room I think mm-hmm. uh, based on what I remember um, and then uh, the rest of the crew is essentially just throwing accusations on each other uh, Michelle draws some at that point really unfounded um, mm, yes. conclusions and she's uh, accusing Bernie of having drawn it aboard and I'm just like well, there were more people on that planet yes. and we don't even know if it's from the planet so come on <laughs> definitely we need answers before we start accusing and they have no- nothing at this point we know that it's one of Bernie's samples because that's <laughs> yeah. how they insinuated things would go down in the previous episode but uh, yeah and actually, oh okay, okay, so I need to, scientists in me need to, to start ranting even now. Please do, so, uh, please do. When, when Michelle accuses Bernie of this, he responds with, oh, well, my samples from the rogue planet were sterilized when I brought them on board. And I'm just like, well, you know, in, in an actual mm-hmm. situation, you, <laughs> I don't think you actually would want to sterilize them because that would ruin the quote-unquote science that you can get out of that sample like it, it would affect the information that you can get out of it so 
I'm not sterilizing being, it. I'm not being <laughs> yeah, so sterilizing your sample. I'm not sure. I'm actually not convinced that was good science. But anyway, we, we, no. we're going to get into, into worse things later. Ac- <laughs> ac- actually, so two things. Yes. Agreed. Might not be the best science, but, you know, they do need to sort of be careful because their objective with this mission isn't to sort of explore mm. the universe. They need to be careful. So they need sort of to decontaminate things and make sure that they are keeping themselves safe and the mission, you know? Mm. But what what I was sort of also reacting to, like, what does sterilizing mean? And maybe there is a good answer to this, but I, I don't know because I have no experience of it. But what, what does sterilizing mean? Because if you don't know what the sample is, how do you know how it will react to different kinds? Exactly. Of, do you know what I'm... Yes. So I'm yes. just like, what does that even mean? Like, what you did uh, might be absolutely contradictory maybe that just like went woo mm, yum yum food time like you you don't know like mm-hmm. what does it mean <laughs> like exactly i mean <laughs> when we're talking about sterilization on earth like when we sterilize surfaces etc it's like we use ethanol to kill bacteria mm. but <laughs> in the, this strange space environment where they are they're in yeah they we we don't see that they have enough information about astrobiological uh, concepts to draw the conclusion that oh we can sterilize this yeah. with ethanol so uh, i mean you could sterilize the container and just yeah. pray that as you said earlier like anything could have really brought something back but you could sterilize the container but the actual sample like like you said, what's the point? Because then you maybe just destroy the sample. And two, how mm. do you even know that that kind of sterilization will do anything? So yeah, uh, you, you no matter what you do, Bernie, you would have ended up <laughs> with this this coming situation. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and also, okay. So if we if we think of this as uh, you know an, an evolution of today's situation in, mm. in astronomy and, and um, space exploration and science what we like the guidelines we have today even today when like most we can do is land robots on mars mm-hmm. but like when we decide where to land on mars we do it where there's the least likely chance of life because we don't want to contaminate it. Mm. So, so like interesting. I didn't know that, but that makes so much yeah. sense. <laughs> so oh. and and they they don't seem. I mean, they don't they don't seem to have any kind of rule system or guidelines on what they're doing at all, really. But except that, for Nico, who's in charge. But yeah, you know, but the, that rests. I mean, I feel like there could be a an evolution of space exploration and, you know, having more companies maybe doing their own thing in space where mm. regulation is more slack. Um, yeah, I suppose. In yeah. this specific mission, I've... I've mm, if oh, there's just that that's the thing it's just there's so little background information about the world as it is right now 
to for for the viewer to really understand how it's all functioning because we are sitting here like but why do they do that and how do they know that this will work with because we have too little information and it's yeah I, because no. i i'm honestly um as i think of it and i feel like the answer should pop up naturally in my head but i don't know who sent them no no i mean we know that the one who hired nico is the general what's her name mm-hmm. so uh, that i mean that title would imply that it's some kind of military organization but is i mean we don't know i mean this could be a future where even non-military organizations have titles like general who knows who the fuck knows right and also- even if you yeah if you say that this is like an evolution of the privatization of space exploration mm-hmm. which we we're sort of seeing a little bit today because yep. we have privately it's, the funded the seats are uh, here now they're yes planted, the seats yeah. are here <laughs> if they establish that Savared this mission is sort of coming from that and it's not an evolution of say NASA or ESA or, or whatever mm. it's an evolution of Elon Musk's <laughs> what, the stuff he's doing yes then I can maybe understand it because then that means that they don't have the root systems that say NASA mm-hmm. do today. Uh, they don't. Ha- they have evolved from something else, some other kind of guidelines that I don't know. I can buy that, but I would still need to establish that. I would still need to have some kind of hint that this is the way space exploration has evolved into this future that we see in another life and i don't i don't get that information so it doesn't make sense and also i think something that could again here i'm putting on my writer's hat as if i know anything about screenplay writing but (laughs) i'm going for it but i feel like what you what, what could have helped a little bit in this situation is if bernie I realize as I'm saying it that, that it wouldn't really work. But if Bernie was in contact with someone on Earth, or maybe mm. we learned that he has, you know, um, some further instructions on also, mm. you know, as they are spending so much money on this mission, and it is sort of, um, you know, th- they don't know what the end will be with this mission. So they're like, well, we're spending all this cash. Bernie, why don't you, if you have the opportunity, collect samples, do a little bit of science, as we always do on these trips, and see if we can make some money, maybe. So mm. then we would have, like, maybe there is some incen- incentive for Bernie. Maybe they'll even mention, like, oh, and we'll, get, we'll make sure that your grandma gets a kidney or something. So he would have a stake in making sure that he gets these samples. It would also add up to his guilt, maybe, that the reason for him even like maybe being a bit slack with uh, maybe the, the way that things were sterilized or something like that was because he has he has other motives as well and they are not evil motives they are just money mm. um, <laughs> what do you say money motivated motives that's MMM <laughs> triple M uh, but you you know what I'm what I'm getting at, like so. Yes. So yes. there is something else, and and that would also give us a little bit of the world building that we maybe need just to sort of have things in a bit more context here, because it is getting a bit ah oh, confusing is the wrong word, but it is getting a bit like a Swiss cheese here, 
there are holes and I feel like yeah. will they be filled or will we just add <laughs> more cheese? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just something. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that was the first scene. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what is with this show? Uh, oh my god. Um in my notes, uh, the next thing that I have mm. written down is uh, about the Russian guy who's uh, eyeing up August a little bit. Um, there seems to be some flirting going on with them. Um, even though they talk about him having like a long-distance girlfriend on Earth. So, so... Mm. 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 It's okay. like, thank you, but I, I'm fi- I'm good. <laughs> I feel like with that whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think... Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> I think that, the, the, yeah, the two of them have gone to... They're still trying to fix the Soma... The situation with the Soma mm. sleep thing. Because they can't... The current crew, they can't put back into Soma right now. Yeah. Because things are ruined. So I think they're, they're trying to fix that. Yes. Um, um, and they are... It, it, mm, it is flirting... I don't think it's very good flirting though but no. there's they are building up something there between those two I feel like they are just the only single people kind of single people on the ship right now and I just would you be in the mood maybe some people are always in the mood can't say that I would be though but I am not August or Oliver I am also not a TV show on Netflix so <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you yeah. find that it brings something right now? I mean, of course, I I'm usually down for a little bit of romance in my in my movies and television. I think it's a very human thing for romance to happen. But do you feel like right now, episode three, with everything going on, that flirting no, feels no. appropriate or natural? I don't know. No, uh, I understand what they're trying to do because they are trying to explore and evolve the different relationship that the crew members have to each other. And some of that might be sexual or romantic Mm. or evolve into that, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that I don't feel that... I'm not invested in these characters enough at this point to care um, and I also don't think that, you know, the, the main conflict among the crew that you have set up is between Nico and the rest. Mm-hmm. And how does that affect that? Or how does this budding romance affect that situation? It doesn't. So why should I care about it? Mm. Yeah. And maybe there was something like in this, in the, that scene. But I feel like maybe if their life or death situation on the planet when they were mining that they were sort of reminiscing about that and maybe bonding over that i don't remember if that was in that scene so maybe they could have started out with that as the foundation Mm. and then let that sort of simmer a little bit (laughs) and then we go into that but right now it just feels a bit like oh we we need to set these things up because like at the episode "Hmm, hmm, we want that to happen or like it Mm. just feels kind of like that and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's... Uh, it doesn't... Oh, Okay, so I think the main problem I might have with that scene is that it is in itself not a 
reaction to anything really. Mm. It's not one of those, oh my god, what happened to Petro? I'm so mm-hmm. upset. Oh, let me comfort you. And then, mm-hmm. oh, you know, romantic things start happening. It's not that. It's just them talking about their, oh, you know, I had a ba- girlfriend back on Earth. Oh, you know, my brother died on a spaceship, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, they start sort of giving each other looks. Where does that come from? And where does it lead to? Like, I don't, I don't understand... Nail what on plot the head. line? What plot line is this mm-hmm. part of? No, no, you hit uh. you hit the nail on the head because, you know what? Sometimes these things happen in television series and movies at weird moments, mm. but it is initiated by something. It is like maybe as a consequence or a natural build up. And as there is, in my opinion, not the most natural build up then you would need to have it as a consequence or a reaction. And mm. there just mm. isn't really something like that, as you just said. So yeah, that that just might be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. But let's but, not linger uh, on yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's not the, the most problematic scene, I no. think. In the, and we need in, to get to episode. all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Ooh. I think uh, I'm gonna the have next part is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the next part is that they are taking the Savari. Savari is now functional and it has mm. oxygen and everything, and they are uh, flying away. And okay, so I want to address one thing, and we we have seen what Salvaria looks like on the outside in the previous episodes, but mm, this yes. is the point where I sort of started thinking about it. So Salvaria is like it has this oblong middle thing and then it has like i think it's one or two rings that is around mm-hmm. it yeah okay how does the, those ring rings hang on to the rest of the ship they seem completely oh. disconnected wait there are no like rods or anything between them not that i have been able to are see you serious no <laughs> way i gotta i gotta google it because i don't remember what it looks like no i'm looking at the picture now i can't see anything no me neither no, wait, no, there's one. Oh, but the, that's just between the two rings. Yeah, I can't I can't even see between the rings, but I suppose I there s- might no, be. No, I see between but- the rings, but I'm wondering, like, if... Because I feel like there are different versions. Oh, well, anyways, that's weird. So either there's one place where there are no rods between the ring, between one of the rings or both of the rings. But it's... It, okay, that's strange. Even so, even How? if there is rods between the two rings, the inner ring is not connected exactly. to the main bulk Thank of you. the ship. And That's... I don't even know what the function of the rings are, but the, no, no, that doesn't matter. Either. How would they... <laughs> this is... I mean, I'm going in a pointless direction here, but I need... I want to I wanna air it. But like, how do, the, how do the rings go with the plane? If, if, exactly. If they were to, you know, go faster, like... I. Gravity. <laughs> I mean, obviously they have some kind of artificial Magnetic. gravity on the ship because they, they walk, can walk yeah. on the floors, but they have to have some really strong one if they could actually yeah. keep disconnected mechanical parts in place around it. I, I don't think it would work. I even even if we apply some futuristic science to it, I don't think that's. That's realistic at all. Um, and it's, I'm someone who's honestly quite forgiving of those things. Because if it looks cool, you know, I can right. roll with it. But Yes, absolutely. But I think this is also one of those points where it's like... 
what again what year is this what's yeah. the <laughs> what's the limits of our technology we don't really understand it like how can we not send a robot down on a planet to mine rocks for us yeah but we can have floating rings around our spaceships seemingly kept together by sheer will like i don't <laughs> get it that's it yeah i don't i don't get it <laughs> it's really strange uh, and I think around this point also, I think it's William who mentions that oh, we are now uh, driving into the um, the Oort cloud of Sirius A. Oort cloud? Oort cloud, yes. Our solar system also have an Oort cloud. It's like the outer limit of the solar system, like the farthest objects ah. that is affected by the sun's gravity. So we have comets and other mm. small rocks out there um but, but i mean i was complaining about how they randomly run into a rogue planet in the last episode yeah and now it's d- determined that they are still within like the the gravitational wait so uh, that planet of would Sirius be a. in a that planet would be in like a rotation around something right yeah, yeah, or oh. or it would, would be it would be a rogue planet that is just happening to pass through the system of Sirius A, because <sighs> it felt like it felt like in episode two that they were driving quite far away to find this rogue planet mm-hmm. out in the vast emptiness of space. Mm-hmm. But now it turns out that no, we barely There's... left Sirius A. We're still in the area of Sirius A. <laughs> they need a map. Like they need, <laughs> we need, they need a, an astronomer we, on their writing team. <laughs> they they really do, and we the audience need a PowerPoint presentation of where the fuck are they and when, please, because I'm confused. Uh, I mean, it, it seems, but okay, so mm, it yeah. seems to me like they they came close to Series A, and then they had to turn because they had to avoid a, a cloud of dark matter mm-hmm. uh, and then oh no oxygen so we need to take a detour far mm-hmm. out into space to find a rogue planet and then for some reason we are going back to Sirius A to get uh, get a location or something Can you yeah. imagine how long it's going to take them to actually get to their goal because they'll time. be zigzagging around <laughs> the universe basically <laughs> hmm I mean, I do know that they sort of get lost at one point. They they lose sort of their direction, mm, and yeah. I think they I think they use Sirius A as uh, a reference point of mm. some kind. But it still doesn't make sense that they could <laughs> take a detour to a rogue planet and then just go. <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean, so are if, they going? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I either the rogue planet was somewhere else in which case they would already have had to pass through yes. the water cloud of series a or the rogue planet was in the system of series a at which point i wouldn't actually call it a rogue planet because it would probably be orbiting series a it's or at least planet. start to orbit mm. yeah yeah it's just a planet so the whole situation is just I, I, I it doesn't make sense to me i don't understand so what happens like if you're if you're getting so what he means is like we're getting we're drifting off through the Oort cloud but we actually want to go back so that we can get on track again. I don't I is don't that, uh, 
Like, what? I don't remember. Why I don't is it the think problem that there are close to the Oort cloud is where I'm getting. Like, I don't think it's so much a problem as just an observation that he's saying, uh, "Oh, now we're leaving this, or we're entering the Series A Oort cloud as a sort of, oh, we're leaving mm. the effects of Series A or something." Mm. Okay. It, it was just me sort of going like, "Oh, they they were the Oort cloud. What? <laughs> they shouldn't be there." <laughs> it's like they were trying. Like <laughs> William was trying to like help out, like just so you know, this is where we are. And it made things so much more confusing for Linnea. Yeah. And for someone like me who's just like happily unaware, it's like, <laughs> I don't even, which series are they at? Because <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, they are talking about both series A and series B, I think. Yeah. But, the, but at yeah, this, at, yeah, sorry, it doesn't matter. interrupting it, yeah. but they have, so. It doesn't so, matter. No, it does because like this is the world that they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to create for us. So it does matter. It's all it all fits the puzzle, the cheese that we're trying to um, slice here. But so they t- they have two problems. Like they have the ship issues. Like where where are we going? Like we are of course or are we? <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, and we have this other problem. So ship problem and. Uh, as it turns out, virus problem. So the sample that uh, Bernie brought back uh, turns out that it's a virus. And how this virus uh, interferes with people's bodies is kind of weird. So it, um, it affects people very differently. So... Mm. Um, as they are navigating through Linnea's favorite uh, cloud, the Oort cloud, <laughs> which is full of rubble, <laughs> let's call it. <laughs> this is the asteroid cloud thing, the asteroid field that I was talking about in like episode one when I was confused. <laughs> Finally, we're here. And so, so they can't go through it with like William's, the ship's usual navigations, which, which would take mm. care of this. For some Why? reason. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, just for some reason. So Nico's like, oh, give me manual control. And she navigates through this, how in the heck she does this with a massive ship. And they seem to be really tight, these asteroids. I have to ask you if this is actually a thing in space, because I just feel like whenever you talk about like distances it's always <laughs> yeah. so much further than you think so i don't know anyways so while she's navigating uh through this asteroid field she blinks a few times nico and she's like oh my god i'm blind and Cass has to take the wheel so that is how nico is reacting to this virus and you know everybody but bernie is suffering from uh, symptoms in the end. Yeah, it's affecting their nervous systems yes, in different ways. Yes, the nervous ways. systems. Thank you. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I I, it, I, think it makes sense that they may experience different symptoms because yeah. the, the central nervous system is a really complex mm-hmm. system and it has I a lot salty. of functions. And I take yeah, it back. <laughs> you know, it, if a virus attacks mm. one part of the nervous system, it would lead to certain... Um, sim- symptoms and uh, if it's another part, it would lead to other symptoms. So that part makes sense. <laughs> Do I? We, I have to point out that Michelle, she mm. is 
exhibiting symptoms, but I didn't actually understand that she was exhibiting symptoms because she just seemed to be her own self. Me neither, but I think that was good though. I think like at first you're just like, oh my God, she's really angry today. (laughs) But then it turns out that no, she isn't actually this angry. It is the virus and this is Mm. how she's affected. So I I think that was good, but I can see how you might be like, but I, I like that. I think that was interesting at least. Well, I think when when we learn that oh she is it is the uh, mm. virus that is acting that that is making her act this way, I think that was a sort of a nice reveal if you want to call yeah. it that. Uh, but at the the beginning, when she's first starting to, <laughs> to exhibit the symptom, I don't know. I f- <sighs> yeah, I think the fact that it isn't quite that obvious that because yeah. she's acting angry and she's acting immature uh, in my opinion and the fact that I didn't notice that speaks to what an unlikable character she is it, I mean, it just it just seems like she could have just as well have been like that and and that's maybe not the best mm. <laughs> I don't know I don't know but I just I have to I think I mentioned this in the in the when we talked about the first episode, but I I really like the actress who plays Michelle. I yeah, I yeah. just she's so like she has such fire in her, and she just I really I really feel like oh god, you are so angry and annoying, and I'm a little bit I would be scared that you would punch me. So I really believe her performance of of Michelle. So I just want to give props again to her because I. Um, even though she's absolutely obnoxious, I kind of like her because <laughs> she's just, man, <laughs> she sure is Michelle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has personality, even though it's yeah. rather unpleasant. Yeah, personality. It's, it's, she's really just <laughs> her. <laughs> I just, I want to find what the actress name is just to go give full credit here. Um met Ögonblick bara. Uh, Jessica Camacho, I think, might be the pronunciation. But yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, she's doing uh, as much as she can with that character, I would say. You know, yeah, she's for sure. Giving it her all. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, yeah, I need to I need to take a point a moment here to address do so. more, more scientific stuff. <laughs> so first of all. The uh, asteroid field or the Oort's cloud, as you mentioned yeah. earlier. Um, I don't have, or we don't have, really a, a scale of the spaceship that much. Like, I don't have a, a mm. specific size. I, I know the rings are big, but I don't know how big. So, it is a little bit hard to, to um, determine, yeah. um, you know, when we're seeing these rocks outside the window, you know. What is actually the scale here? But they do look to be very densely packed. So uh, dense. So dense. <laughs> really densely packed. Uh, which is... I mean, I would... Our, the, the solar system's uh, Oort's cloud isn't that densely packed. But we do have... We, we have an asteroid field uh, between Mars and Jupiter. Mm. And most people when they think about that asteroid field is that oh it is just between mars and jupiter is no one else but but actually that asteroid field is really wide and part of that asteroid field actually intercepts the earth's orbit um there is different names for the the different um asteroids i don't remember 
There is uh, the Athenian asteroids or something like that, that that like intercepts the the Mars orbits, and then there's another type of asteroids that intercepts the Earth's orbit. But it, the names doesn't matter. But there is a chunk of them that intercepts Earth's orbit. Um, but <laughs> like, even though we are technically in like the outer parts of our asteroid field. Mm. The chances of us actually like getting hit by an asteroid is so small because there's so far between them, and the Earth is actually kind of tiny. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we no, are not good that point. Big. Good point. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's taking a moment here to just stop in this sort of scenario for a little bit because mm. uh, around Earth there is a lot of space junk. Yeah, and there is a concern that if when as we send more stuff up there it'll be harder to be in orbit because things will get destroyed by the space junk mm. so does that mean that the space i have i have no i'm i'm just posing question but like i wonder what the space between or the distance between the space junk things are and as they are considered to be a a, a really coming issue as it when it comes to space um travel <laughs> let's say uh so i'm just like thinking like i wonder what the space or the distance is between that as that is a concern you know yeah and the problem the problem with the space junk around earth is that some of it or a lot of it is so small that we can't actually like pick up on it with with uh, i mean it would be uh, like sensors or anything like just like the size of a pencil right like it could be yeah i mean we <laughs> there is a video oh I, I saw it a few years ago about an astronaut on the iss yeah who just drops a wrench and then <gasps> it starts spinning out into space and he's trying to reach it but he can't so it just drifts oh, away no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. i think nowadays they have to have like tools like that actually like w- connected to their bodies with ropes or something but that no that, oh. that was before <laughs> <laughs> like, that happens once <laughs> yeah. and then never again <laughs> no the one wrench on the entire space station <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah just a lot of junk but yeah mm. side note so it is maybe maybe the the, the oort cloud could be so densely packed and and be an issue. I just feel like they would sort of destroy each other when they're so close to each other, just like gravel in the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I don't know how an Oort cloud behaves. Like, what's what's the natural laws that they are under? But... I mean, the Oort cloud is really just a name for oh, for for marking sort of where a planetary system ends. Ah. Like this is the farthest object that is affected by the gravity of the star, yeah. essentially. Um, it doesn't really say anything about what is in it. I mean, technically, mm. our Oort cloud for the solar system is like everything that is in the solar system. That's the Oort cloud. Um, that we mostly use it when we're talking about really distant objects. Mm. But, but everything <laughs> everything inside the, the gravity of the sun, or which is affected by the gravity of the sun, is like the Oort cloud. Hmm. Um, but what we have mostly is like comets um, out there. Um, so I would say that our water cloud is not that densely packed. But you could argue, I suppose. I mean, 
usually a lot of what's what's out there is like the remains from when the, the solar system mm. or when the the planetary system was formed so it's a lot like the leftovers so to speak and i uh, i suppose you could argue that that could just be a lot of really tiny rocks together you know mm. big cloud <laughs> fine i you know i would roll with it yeah. yes and it makes for i mean yeah, it's a, it's a little it's, bit of space action. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm, it's 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 a fine scene, and you know, losing sight when you're doing something super important like that is mm. scary. So um, it's fine, but it's interesting to get into these things. Like when they use terms like this, uh, it is interesting to just see, like, okay, but what is that actually and <laughs> yeah how how are they interpreting it and using it uh in the show basically mm. um so yeah oh, okay. okay back to the virus maybe yeah i have another thing here so okay they figure out that it's some kind of virus uh, i think saying the doctor does this so they wake up julian an astrobiologist mm, yes. from soma uh, and he's a real asshole <laughs> really arrogant think- I think he was just like he, I mean understand what he wakes up to. He still does the job. Like he's salty but he does the job. Well, yes, but okay. he's yeah, unnecessarily salty though, maybe. I think he's really arrogant and <laughs> I kind of liked him. It's so funny how differently <laughs> we can, you know, read people and just it's it's funny to me because I was like when he died I was like, "Oh, whoa." <laughs> I already got to that one part now, but I was like, no, <laughs> I wanted him to stay. So, yeah, but okay, yeah, go uh, yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I think we're gonna get into uh, yeah. more about that later. Yeah. But okay, so <clears throat> he just when he's woken up, um, they are explaining the situation to him and uh, how they brought this sample on board. Um, and but okay, tangent first. Uh, or, or a side note here. So they have, I don't really think they have enough proof of it, but they have kind of come to the conclusion that, oh, it has to do with Bernie's sample. And I'm just like, oh, I wish it was August and the Russian <laughs> who brought it aboard because they opened their space helmets. Oh my God. You know what? That would have been so clever though. Like all this build up about poor Bernie, like, and then it turns out that it's the goddamn idiots who took off their helmets. That would have been such yeah, because... justice for that whole annoying trope that people do. That would have been smart. I would yeah, have been because in episode two, when the yeah when they're doing that, oh. as we addressed in the previous episode uh, we did on another life, um, they open their helmets. Cass comes in and says, "Oh." stupid you gotta close them and then they close them and then when she leaves they sort of giggle childishly (laughs) and open them again and i just i wanted so much for there to be consequences of that and there isn't and i'm so disappointed by that that would have no that would have been so good that would have been so good just like imagine everyone's like side-eyeing bernie and he's getting all the shit and everyone's talking about his sample and then it just, it turns out Cass is like just making an off comment at some other time. And then uh-huh. boom. Yes. Oh, I would it explodes. That. 
And they're but like, no, no, yeah, <sighs> that is that is not the case. It is obviously Bernie's sample because poor Bernie just he does everything wrong <laughs> apparently. Uh, but anyway, he talks, he explains to Julian sort of what have I found in this sample, and he says, you know, oxygen, blah blah blah, and a little bit of boron. And Julian Freaks. directly, you know, <laughs> immediately reacts boron. Are you stupid? You didn't take a course in astrobiology, did you? Then you would know that boron can be a basis for life. And I'm just sitting there like, eh, not really. <laughs> and I'm like, sounds okay. Hello, Julian. Stay on the uh, ship. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's not completely without or, or outside the realms of possibilities. But the thing is, the atoms that make up the, the, the basis for life on mm. Earth, it's carbon. And the reason... It's carbon. <laughs> is one, there's a lot of carbon. <laughs> and two, the carbon atom can form connections to other atoms uh, quite mm. a high number. Like uh, carbon can form um, four connections to other atoms, which is quite a high mm. number. Um, and then next to carbon, the one com the 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 one um, compound that uh, or not compound the. Uh, atom type uh, that that is mostly considered to be um, like the the second possible mm, okay, atom yeah. basis for life that is silicon silicon I think can form four or maybe five connections to other atoms uh, and that's sort of what you're looking for you want an atom that can connect to many other atoms because then you can get complex molecules and complex molecules can build life and silicon based alien life we have seen in other shows yes before. So that because is... that is yeah that is what astrobiology is considered yeah. to be the most likely mm. uh, next to carbon the most likely atom that can form uh, alien life Boron, I don't remember exactly how many connections it can make to other atoms. I think like three or something, which is still a good number. Uh, and I think the research currently is that, yeah, boron atoms it can be a basis for life. But the thing is, there's not a lot of boron in the universe. <laughs> oh, okay. Because what I was, what I was going to say before you... Hit yeah. at home with that last sentence <laughs> was that well you know maybe this that's our current research but maybe in the future you know like as they've done more exploring of this of, of space and everything mm -hmm. they have yeah. found many instances of boron types of life you know maybe not complicated things but that could be like something that is established in this universe like in this world but if there isn't a lot of boron in this world and in this in the universe, then um, yeah. I wouldn't I be mean... so hard on Bernie. <laughs> I would be like, oh yeah, shit, Bernie. But you know what? Boron actually could, you know, like the, uh -huh. I wouldn't be so rude. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> to yeah, Bernie. Exactly. Yeah, oh, because interesting. Uh, hmm. Today, boron is mostly like rejected as as a possible bidding block for life for that reason uh. that we don't think there is enough of it. Yeah, because you need a lot to make a lot of life. Um, so, 
I don't really think that even with more advanced science and more advanced mm, astrobiological yeah, research yeah. that is likely to change. Um, but really the thing that I'm reacting so strongly to is Julian just like boron. Well, obviously yes. that is building a block for life. So obviously that's where it comes from, these viruses that you have. And I'm just like, eh, no. Not, <laughs> obvious. not obvious at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I am torn here because I I like Julian for some odd reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's just because he starts working immediately. And well, fair enough. Yeah, and I, gets, I can't he, argue against that. And I just feel like waking up in a scenario like that and just knowing, just jump, because he then figures out rather quickly, like, well, I've I've got it too. Like, so I feel like mm. he has the right. Well, I shouldn't. No, no, they should all try to be level-headed. <laughs> That's why they were chosen for this mission, I think. <laughs> mm. uh, although no one's shown any sign of it so far, except for Nico and an AI. So that is something to ponder. Yeah. Uh, but Julian... Uh, I don't know. I think he could have gotten at least one other episode <laughs> under his belt. Then, Fair enough. Then, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think don't know. So too. And or and they could have they could have introduced him an episode earlier. I think. I mean, honestly, yeah, thinking just... back on it now, yeah. <laughs> it just struck me that when they are going down to a completely new alien planet, they would want an astrobiologist to oh be my there. God, that's so true. That's <laughs> so why so didn't true. they? Uh, it almost it almost feels like, for some reason, the episodes are like out of order or they had to squeeze in episode two earlier than they planned or something because um... yeah and i'm also a bit concerned about whoever might wake up again from soma because they just feel like they are um they are fast food like they they go through them yeah. <laughs> they will they're go the through them shirts. so yes yeah. like they, they they they're not gonna be long <laughs> They're, they're not main characters. No. They don't have plot armor. No, and they're... Oh, mm, worrying, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, mm. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to prejudge the series for something. It's not, it's not done yet. Let's just mm, put it no. like that. Um, um, but, okay, so... Once again, I, I need to come to Bernie's defense here once again. Yes. So J- Julian... You're team Bernie, I can <laughs> Yes, I'm team Bernie. <laughs> Poor Bernie. Uh, <laughs> Julian is really sort of accusing Bernie of, oh, you brought this on board. And Bernie says that he uh, decontaminated it to the best of his abilities. Mm, yes. Which, if we t- put aside... The whole decontamination mm-hmm. yep. process, you know, whether or not you should do that on your sample or not. Um, I take, I have issues with the best of his abilities uh, portion of that. Because, you know, Julian is really like, oh, you screwed up, Bernie. You didn't do it good enough. And obviously, you know, you don't know your astrobiology, so you, you're really stupid. Mm. And poor Bernie is like really put down by this. But I'm just sitting there like, this is a spaceship, it's going out to space, it is exploring different worlds. I mean, obviously, even if they not, even if they do not stop on planets on the way to the, their destination, their destination is still probably a planet of some kind. So they got to land there somewhere. 
they need to at least have prepared for the situation that they were going to bring aboard strange rocks from a planet on board the ship, mm-hmm. which means that they would have need to some kind of decontamination system or quarantine system, something that would keep the samples safe and disconnected from the rest. A good system like that mm. is not dependent on the operator. Yes. It so true. Yeah. So true. It it does not have <laughs> you're not supposed you can't make mistakes like it's it's designed so that you can make such mistakes you can't just oh i accidentally did a poor decontamination mm-hmm. here so the virus got out and it was just like that shouldn't happen it shouldn't happen you know what linnea mm-hmm. i i think they had poor training I I <laughs> I or ship design I, as well. I, I feel like space school has gone down the drains. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. time between now and then because you're so you're so right. And also like I shouldn't I don't think I should question whether or not the right people are awake right now. I think that it should be given that most people can do almost all things. I understand that it's a complicated spaceship but the the situation that astronauts have today like they are complicated spaceships and they need to do everything as far as i can yeah. tell yeah <laughs> so, yeah so you need to be trained with every system even yeah. the ones you don't use yourself so i don't feel like i'm setting the bar to, like the expectation too high uh really I, I feel like they should be like like you were saying like almost like a base level of everyone should do things well Mm. I don't think people might need to do everything excellent because they do have their own no. fields. Exactly. But yeah. they need, like, the basics <laughs> need to be here. It shouldn't be like, oh, if Julian had been awake, then we wouldn't have had this situation. Mm. That's weird. <laughs> like, all of them should know when you bring something on board, like, what to do. Yeah. Like what's... Yeah, and I, I really think that... I, Bernie becomes undeservedly yes. the punching bag of this episode. Yes. Well, in fact, the punching bag bag should be Oliver and August. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we, I, you know what? I feel like it's it cannot be ruled out that they are actually the ones that brought it in. No. Maybe no. the sample had it. Maybe they had it also. So mm. I don't know. That's oh actually boy. a really good point. Yeah. It might actually still have been it, them. It you know, Bernie's well. decontamination might still have worked. We just don't know. Yeah, we <laughs> just don't know. And now this is the story we'll live with. Or they'll live with. Or Bernie will live with. Oh, poor Bernie. Uh, poor Bernie. Petra <laughs> and Julian. Because here's the thing. So uh, Julian sets off to uh, get the cure going. And he, I believe he uses Bernie's blood to make a antivirus or a cure mm. and because he... bernie appears to be immune to it yeah exactly uh and he is eagerly hmm julian hmm eagerly testing it on himself <laughs> kind of immediately <laughs> yeah. which is um the reason we have sadly lab rats but uh, you know he will be the lab rat in this situation. And, and he, he gets the virus instead. And, and um, he uh, 
puts himself in quarantine and then he tells Bernie, oh my God, kill me. It hurts. Please kill me. And Bernie, I think Bernie does it in the end, but it's really mm. not something he is keen on, obviously. <sighs> All okay, hope so there, is lost. <laughs> oh, there is so much to unravel of this with this situation. Uh, where to so, start? Yeah, Julian thinks that he has come up with some kind of cure um, and uh, he has tested it some way on Bernie and it seems to be working and Oh, he everything. tested it on Bernie? I, I forgot that. Sorry. Yeah. So Bernie well, maybe, was Maybe elaborate. not. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the details, but there was some, some kind of results that he had gotten in based on Bernie or Bernie's blood that he was like, oh, this looks really good. So I'm going to test it on myself. Yes. And, he, and then he just injects no. himself with it. Oh, oh my God. There had been like five seconds or something. <laughs> This is yeah. this is like it's it's been no time no time yeah. and I just feel like you can give it an hour or so it's fine like at least the minimum here it's it's so stressful it's so stressful oh Julian Julian yeah yeah and obviously it doesn't work because nope. Julian has uh, made uh, ra- rushed uh, conclusions yes. here not you know skipping over a few parts of the scientific method uh, if you wish. <laughs> Just jumping ahead a few <laughs> steps, just, just a little bit. Streamlining it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Julian locks himself into the like quarantine part where Petra was earlier. She has been let out now because everyone is like infected by this. So he locks himself in there and he tells Bernie to kill him essentially, mm-hmm. for, because for some now bloody we're reason. Now into the meaty stuff. Yes. Yeah, for some bloody reason, this part of their med bay, if you want to call it that, where they have they have like a like a um, patient bed in there. They have uh, you know shelves with medical bottles supplies. and medicines and medical Looks supplies important. in there. Yeah, for some reason, this quarantined part here is also an airlock. You know, I um. What? So Bernie just pushes a button on the outside, and it's open, and Julian flies out. Along with of- <laughs> medicine, uh, yeah. other important uh, stuff. Why? why is all that stuff in there? <laughs> I love I mean, how desperate you sound. You're like, why? Because even it's really in- Even mm. if this room was only there to be like a quarantine room, why would you still have all the medical equipment in there? Right. Well, I... Okay. Okay. So I have a suggestion for um, the person who um, designed the spaceship, like the in another life world person who designed the spaceship. <laughs> At the minimum, if you really want a room like this, uh, make sure that the things are like behind doors that are stuck against the wall so you can close the door the airlock put some air back in and then open up the cupboards with all your medical stuff yeah a wild suggestion insane i know how possibly could Mm -hmm. you have cupboards Mm -hmm. that keep stuff in them um but but yeah it's 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 kind of um we don't get to see the opening closing again. No, so it just falls off. It's like it's 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 like it's open to space now. Yeah. 
can how can they even access that room again? I don't understand. No, no, it's it's gone. It's all it's all gone. Va- valuable space is gone. <laughs> Several square meters of space on this expensive That's ship is worst gone. Worst airlock ever. It's really it's really weird. It's really weird. I don't see how just like pulling the air out of that room might have been a better way to deal with this kind of thing, because I can't actually understand why you would need. A super secure quarantine room uh, for space exploration, just in case you mm. stumble upon something or someone gets weird virus and the rest of the crew might be infected and they just need someone to. Well, you'll live off this travel, in, in, this this exploration in that room. Like you'll have your own little kitchen, but we can't get the shit that you're carrying. Maybe mm. something like that could 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 be a, a, a risk, but. Having an airlock and medical supplies and everything in the same room is wild. It's really wild. I mean, uh, I remember <sighs> when I watched this episode the first time, as you, when you watched it the first time, which was shortly after yeah. it had premiered on, on Netflix, I watched it with my flatmate, <laughs> who is a physicist. <clears throat> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we are both, uh, you know, science types here. We did. We we when we first saw this scene, we just sort of what, and then we looked at each other. You know, there was no, there was no like laughing or or getting angry. We were just, just like confusion. <laughs> yeah, we were what? just complete bafflement. Like, what did we just watch? <laughs> like, how is this a design choice? How is this a procedure? How is this a possibility? What is going on? In another life, uh, yeah, it's it's wild, it's wild, and um, so so yeah, my my flatmate and I we still sort of reference that scene (laughs) about how just stupid it was, and it's just one of many. It's just one of many. (laughs) So where does this put Bernie? Well, it puts the entire crew at the oh my god, we need to kill us. (laughs) We need to. Vent. Yeah, well, okay, so I think we've actually skipped over a couple of things here that I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so the spacing of Julian comes towards the end, but before that, there's a couple of things that happen. So Michelle, we've established, she's mm-hmm. infected, and she's growing just angry and more Michelle all the time. Violent, even. Yeah, like, violent. And thre- she actually, uh, when Nico is in her room, and Nico is blind mm. at this point, uh, oh she God, attempts this. to strangle uh, yes. Nico. Uh, though Nico, being blind, still manages to kick her ass, which was also, really I mean, I, I've slipped into Swedish there, but Nico is a badass. Like, not yeah. even blind can you bring this woman down like it's incredible <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to say yeah um... I mean the, the thing is that yeah we, we learn later that Michelle is acting like this because she's infected but Michelle has been sort of quite angry yeah. about the situation and angry at Nico previously so it doesn't feel out of character for her to 
you know, it, to, to having it all sort of boil to the surface now. And she's like, oh, Nico killed Jerksa and Nico is ruining the mission. And oh, I got to take care of this. And just sort of having it, it, it all come out. It doesn't actually feel. Y'all, I, I, <laughs> I, have, I have another, I have another slight, just slightly tweaking things, which I think uh? would help the audience a little bit. <laughs> Bloodshot eyes. Bloodshot eyes. Like someone who's absolutely raging and is going on, you know, adrenaline just pumping through the veins and is maybe actually really tired, but can't be because she's just so angry. So if they would like show that her eyes are like bloodshot and just like there is not crying bloodshot, but like angry bloodshot. Mm. So you would know that, well, this is Michelle. Like, there are probably her feelings, but they are heightened to a point that isn't her. Like, something is off with her. Just showing that a little bit visually could have helped things. Because, like I said, I kind of like that it turns out that this is actually just her nervous system going crazy. But I absolutely see, like... I didn't, like, the first time I saw this, I was also like, oh, that's just her being super angry, which is in her character, kind of. So I think Bloodshot Eyes could have told us that something else is at play. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, Just small things sometimes. You don't need to rewrite things completely. Just add in a little makeup and you're good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Give, give us some hints on the situation yeah, there. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, she is, uh, Michelle is restrained. Nico is blind. Who else? Javier, August, what's happening with them? I don't think they are exhibiting systems. Not that I can remember. I think, um, no, I, no, 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 you're probably right. But I think they have, they know that everyone is infected. So the solution, because they, they have no cure. This can't go to Earth because I think Petra's died by now too. N- no. Oh, well, yeah, that was the other point that I was getting to that we had skipped over. We've skipped uh, over that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Petra's dead. Uh, would, I, I wanted to talk about Petra's yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we need, we need to make a stop here. <laughs> we're we're yeah, making a bus yeah. stop on Petra. Uh, yeah. we, we have discussed events slightly out of order here which is unfortunate but <laughs> sorry it, it is the way it is <laughs> we're hopping um, all over the place yeah so before the spacing of julian and all that mm. um you know they have realized that everyone is infected so no one is quarantined they're all moving about and petra seemingly is better oh right she so, got better yeah mm. yeah yeah and, and they are once again sitting around the dinner table and talking nico is blind and I think she reminisces about her kid or something um, mm-hmm. but then suddenly Petra starts cramping again um, mm-hmm. and essentially her whole not the whole of the central nervous system but like some parts of it just yeets itself <laughs> out of her body <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Which That's is exactly what it does, yes. Uh, it, it's a Ugh. strange scene, but I must confess I kind of liked it. It was Oh, I loved it. Yes. It was gross, and I, I kind of feel like the episode needed something like that. 
I am down for weird space body horror monster action on a spaceship. I like that stuff. So her spine essentially, mm. <laughs> like you said, yeeting itself out of her uh, for her body. It's so like a nod to Alien and that kind of, you know, space horror. Mm. And... Um, then it's just slithering around on the floor and collapsing. <laughs> yeah. It's I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad if they had, ha- if they if they'd made it. It would have been kind of lame, I guess. But if if it turned out to be something that would like stalk them <laughs> in the corridors, like so lame. <laughs> but that's the kind of lame I like. But uh, yeah, no more of that. They I think they could have taken their time with this virus thing, honestly. Um, have it be like maybe half an episode more or so mm. um, because it's it's t- sneaky and it's terrifying like what what else is this gonna gonna mess up with your nervous system maybe Nico loses sense of um, pain and Michelle attacks her again or something and it, she can't feel that she broke her arm or something so some weird mm. and, and really uncomfortable things like that so uh yeah i applaud them for going with this <laughs> with the spine thing i think it's it's absolutely weird yeah and fun but that is yeah. also why they're like oh my god we cannot let this thing like we can't have it i don't think the people in soma are um in danger no. no so that's why they're like okay we need to airlock ourselves out of here and cleanse the air and everything so that the ne- so another crew can wake up and um take our roles because we are we're done for there's mm. no way uh so they are preparing themselves to kill themselves yeah and, and this is yeah. yeah this is the point where uh, Julian does his yes. um, infecting himself. So there was some like, rush there because yeah. you know <laughs> it was either this or or spacing ourselves later. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I also yeah. yeah. No, I think I said like oh they could wait for a while, but they they can't really. But I still think they kind of could wait a little while. Like yeah, yeah. her spine yeah. flew out, but that doesn't mean that they need to really s- speed things up. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, so Bernie is super desperate right now. And he stumbles upon a solution where it's... I don't know what sort of technology he had in there, but there were gamma rays at least that made the, the, the virus uh, it was, die. Yeah, they, react, they reacted to William. William, yes. Yeah. Some sort of technology. William it was. <laughs> His, because his body is, like his holographic body is made out of that or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's... It works. Yeah. <laughs> so Bernie is, he has found a solution basically. Like there is a cure. It's not like something you can inject into yourself, but it's a cure. So he rushes to Nico and they are basically ready to kill themselves. And he says, mm. woohoo, I have They're a solution. They're standing in a proper airlock this yes. time. Uh, <laughs> they didn't cram themselves into a medical airlock. No, no. <laughs> a genuine airlock. And uh, he and William, I believe, then sets up a, a scenario where they stand in the observation deck, I believe. Mm. And uh, because every spaceship needs an observation deck with a full 
body or full height uh, window. window. Yeah. <laughs> but we've 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 spent time with the window in episode one of this one, mm. I think. So we'll uh, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, and so they'll open them up with no UV, no protection, no whatever. So they'll get blasted by the sun. Uh, essentially or just space in general I guess <laughs> I don't know exactly uh, and uh, they stand there and they are uncomfortable and then the window is closed and William says hooray everything is dead on the spaceship y'all are sterile have fun can't have babies and you'd think that well I'm alive bummer I'm sterile but I don't really care right now because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to space myself. Yeah. Exactly. I don't need to die in vacuum. Great. Um, but some are salty about the whole sterile thing. Um, I mean, they could have addressed that beforehand. I think later, maybe even. I don't know why William felt the need to say it immediately. I was yeah. a bit taken aback by that. I was like, wait, why would you... <laughs> why not bring this up when everyone is like eating dessert and are chill <laughs> maybe more susceptible for that kind of information yeah and also okay because what are, what's the option like okay they know that they're gonna get sterile are they gonna say well then space me like no <laughs> it doesn't matter i don't know i don't know okay so so if we disregard the fact that gamma rays would sort of affect all cells in the body equally and you can't really just pick and choose that you know, it nope. affects the the virus and and your uh, sex cells yeah uh if we disregard that because you know plus convenience yeah. whatever to get back to an earlier point they're all supposedly trained astronauts they should all know what how gamma rays work and that that could potentially be the, yes. the end results yes <laughs> i mean I, I don't quite understand why it's such a big shock to them all it's... you know what this whole thing goes back again to space school is probably not very good at this point uh, in no. time if we accept yeah. that then we're gonna have such an easy ride going forward in the episodes <laughs> i don't think we should accept that but if we were to then, uh-huh. then we would have no issues because it would be like, well, you know what? Space school is shit right now. <laughs> so. okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this episode, and, man. Yeah. Also, uh, quite as a throwaway scene, uh, we also see uh, Javier fixing the problems they've had with the Soma sleep uh, situation yes. in like a half a minute scene. Um, where he is also seemingly flirting a little bit with August. Oh, so she she's just hugging all the guys. It seems. <sighs> Honestly, these people, I can't. <laughs> what? <sighs> yeah, but uh, well, uh, after that, uh, everything is a okay on the Salvari. Uh, so my sleeping situation fixed, so they all go back. Uh, and it ends with the cliffhanger where Nico seemingly wakes up from Soma mm. uh, and it's all dark and we have, I think it's 
August there, or maybe it's one of the lady crew members who is there and saying, oh, there's something on board the ship, and it's very, very alien style. Oh, for (laughs) sure, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it just struck me that I don't think we're spending any time with Eric in this episode, or are we? Because I... Don't we are because this are is we? yeah this is the episode where oh we see him God. having his his quiz battle this is the with quiz. Glass. yes oh oh my god okay super okay i just want to spend small amount of time on this but it was kind of nice to see someone doing something normal like eric and his work pe- uh, work partners are doing but i also cringed a little bit at the whole regular people versus <laughs> science nerds did yeah. you cringe yeah. and the questions and everything was just like oh, i don't know it was just cringy to me um i'm just gonna leave it at that like nice to see them normal setting something I mean, um, outside of yeah as- yeah but alien thing but cringy quiz yeah it felt like that scene it was not written by or had any input from an actual scientist because that scene it felt to me like it's written from someone who doesn't understand <laughs> what scientists are which is yes. regular people yes and they think of scientists thinks of themselves as something extra and you know they look down upon the rest of us mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's strange I, dynamic it feels like the it was written by someone who's only who's like reference is Big Bang Theory. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what it felt like to me, um, yeah. which is super cringy to me. So I, I just I don't know. It just and that's that's kind of like the feeling I get from some a lot of scenes, a lot of tropes in this. Like it's it just feels like it's written by, or like it's it it feels like old and a little musty i don't know how to explain it but it's like like mm. we talked like with harper glass and her followers and how, i don't know it's just something a little bit musty <laughs> on some of yeah, these it, things it's That's... it's someone someone is writing about well the type of character that harper glass is and someone is writing mm-hmm. about uh, eric and his sciences they're writing about those types of characters without really understanding what it means to be those types of characters. Like it's yeah. someone who has preconceived ideas about what those types of characters are and they're not really getting any new ones in there. And um, those characters are from specific series that are like 10 plus years almost. And it's, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. it's so, it's so, it seems mean to say that, but I just, but there is something about certain mm. things that just feel like like that so mm. oh yeah, yeah. Mm. so anyway so eric and harper glass are on different teams in a quiz show and they have a deal uh, that if she wins he's gonna give her information and if he wins she's gonna i don't know remember what the deal was there uh, but anyway he he and his team actually wins so harper's not getting her information oh wait no she actually is eric <laughs> Anyway, regardless of the results of the quiz show, decides mm. to late, later in the episodes mm. when they meet again to actually give her the information um, about the artifacts, which she then obviously leaks out to the whole population. <laughs> and, and I think this is a better setup than him just giving them based on a quiz game, because honestly, what's 
why would mm. you even do it like that like it's so mm. weird to me so i think it's better that he just like feels that he's not gonna get anywhere with mm. yeah with the situation he has um so i think yeah, that's a that- better way like now they're partners in crime yeah, yeah <laughs> so. that that uh, that whole thing i actually don't have that much no. issue with um you know eric is is feeling the pressure that he might get fired and yeah. needs help so he figure you know heartbreak can get it out mm-hmm. to the public and the public hive mind can actually be pretty smart in solving things so yeah. you know it's not a bad idea oh boy is that <laughs> it or is there anything else that we haven't th- like the last scene like you said was august waking up uh, nico. nico from soma and then something is on the ship yeah um i mean uh, i do remember watching the next episode so i think i know how this is gonna end <laughs> <Me> up <too. laughs> um but uh, yeah things may not be exactly as they seem <laughs> yeah no but it is i mean wow yeah They're really going for the cliffhangers in every they episode for sure are yeah. <sighs> yeah that was episode three of another life wow wow <laughs> that was a lot to cover yeah i mean i would out of the three that we have watched and discussed here on the podcast i would say that i still think episode one is probably the worst of them for sure but the other ones are not the big step up from that i mean there are there have been some scenes that i think have been quite like good space action scenes um you know like when they escaped from the um, uh, gravity of series a or series b whichever it was uh, and you know they were flying their ships away and it was uh, dramatic and everything or when they were were on the rogue planet and they discover oh there's a moon who's destroying everything also quite dramatic and also quite cool and good good i mean it's action-packed it's not slow and i will take that um any day of the week like it's things are happening you're wondering like what could they possibly come up with next and they will top it you can be sure yeah yeah. okay then listener well you know the deal if you have seen another life uh, the whole season or just uh, this specific episode uh do share your thoughts with us you can find us on facebook and instagram at starcrest podcast um and just uh you know drop us a line and tell us what you think about another life and uh well we are going to deal with the rest of the season in another life um though it might be a little bit in the future because uh we (laughs) we don't have any more uh episode uh watched or recorded yet so uh, join us next time bye bye